Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, New Powerpuff Girls, Starvers, The Force of Evil, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Today, Delaney and I will be discussing uh, Chapter 4 of Volume 4 of Ruby Family. Uh, we discuss Ruby every week that it's new here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com or search for the Overly Animated Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or your other favorite podcatcher. Um, no, there's no new episode of Ruby last week, but we're back here, and I presume we'll be new for a little bit going forward. Although I guess we're Thanksgiving weekend next weekend, so we'll see. Uh, but yeah, let's, spoilers for family, let's get right into this episode. Delaney, a lot to talk about here. Yes. Yes. Uh, what are your initial reactions to family? Uh, it was a good episode. I don't know, there's a lot <laughs> going on. Like, there's just a lot. Um, it's kind of interesting. We've had some longer episodes so far that, um, this season, and this one had, like, it was a shorter episode, and it had a lot going for it. Like, there's just a lot going on. And I liked it. Uh, I don't know, pacing's a little weird, but it was good. I don't know, there's just a lot going on. There's a lot, yeah, a lot to get to. Yeah, I've been, I don't know, I, I've, I've been sitting on this one. It's, I, it's, I watched it twice, still a little bit unsure to make of it. I think that this is actively good. Um, I think that this is probably our best episode of Ruby in a while. Like, the, I, I feel pretty strongly about some things that I dislike about this, and we'll get into some rants, but trying to ignore those for, like, cause they're contextual. Um, I, I think this is some of the best storytelling the show has really done in a while. It's, the, uh, a lot of, it's a lot of the show's like best dialogue and character to character moments. Um, I think that the stuff with Raven at the end, uh, is a really good step in the right direction for the show to actually addressing its mythology faults. We're actually expanding our knowledge of the universe. We're getting, we're filling in holes. We're like actually moving somewhere concrete. Um, but, uh, you know, and just, yeah, just a lot of the, a lot of great character work here and I really appreciate it. And I'm, you know, in general impressed with, uh, the direction of this episode. I mean, uh, you know, typical Ruby, there's some pretty bad dialogue and there's some places where you could obviously improve things, but, uh, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm, I guess I'm happy with it, but (laughs) we're going to get into it. I'm, I feel like quality is also the second story here because there's a lot of interesting plot stuff to talk about. We have our farm boy, we have all the stuff with Yang and we have the Raven stuff. So, um, yeah, so so some interesting stuff. Where what do you want to get to first, Delaney? Should we start with the farm boy? <laughs> Is... Yeah, I guess so. Oscar. Okay. How, how are you feeling about Oscar? I I'm just confused. Like he just looked into the mirror. I'm like what? I don't know. It's like yeah. So it's still a little weird. At least we get went we got somewhere with it today, but. Yeah. <laughs> So it's the sh- yeah, it's not clear what's going on here. I'm pretty sure, but uh, this is one of the bad moments of the episode. I mean, like, I don't know what they're going for here because I, I it's kind of interesting that we're playing this slow and we're okay. Now we know that Ozpin's tied to this boy, so like right. the uh, Ozkin reincarnate theories are probably on the right track. Um, right. But uh, just this this specific moment, I mean, just like him looking into the mirror and then hearing that goofy Ozpin voice back. Um, I, I don't like. I don't know what what it. That, the type, this is the type of thing I'm like. What is the audience supposed to feel about this? Like, was that supposed to be funny? Was that supposed to like be mysterious? Or was it supposed to be like interesting? Because I feel like it was none of those things. Well, but, it was just like there was just nothing to look at, and it was just like what. It was confusing and it didn't like do anything. So I, I don't know. It was just kind of there for the purposes of furthering the, 
mystery and like yeah. an obscure and supposed to be funny way, I think, but I don't think it succeeded in that. No, it was just awkward and like again, like we don't know who this kid is yeah. and it's just like what's I, going on. Yeah, I'm fine with slow playing the kid. I don't know. And I, I think he's fine. Like at least it's well Probably, animated now. Yeah, like, it's fine. Like yeah. it's pretty. It's just like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't I'm inter- I, I do and again, like I'm most interested in him being husband in some manner, so I think that that's right. a good a good step. Yeah, I don't know. Not a lot to say about that. We could, I, I'm I'm interested if people agree with me on on the right. you know on that being bad. Anyway, getting to better stuff. So okay, the whole all of this Yang stuff. Um, there's a lot here. Uh, in general, um, what what was your reaction to uh how they approached the Yang trauma arc in this episode? Like, so I think the big questions are like, is it done now? Was that the purpose of this episode? Is like, okay, we're moving past the trauma arc, and um, like, was it tactfully handled? Uh, it was good up until the moping comment, and it was like, w- shut up, no, be yeah. quiet. Yeah, like they, it was fine until that moment, and it was like, you no, know, you just know. Yeah, but, I mean, after that, it was okay. I guess I don't. I guess we're moving past it a little bit. Um, I I like the direction we're going, where it's like Yang. I think she. It's not. I think this is going to kind of go into a Yang's going to train so she can go off and get Ruby. Which I'm fine with that, but like yeah, the, the stuff in the between, uh, the dad's not so great. But <laughs> the dad's not so great. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So okay, so there's. I mean, we can get into specifics, but there's a lot uh, overall. I, I think they're trying for some good things. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get into like these themes of normalizing and like, um, you know, you're not just because you know there you've had this trauma you're not you can don't have to be defined by it and you like don't have to it's it's it doesn't have to be like you're abnormal you're still you and stuff like that and i guess that's all good um yeah i i think that they're they also get into bad stuff though with um the kind of the way it comes across across with tai yang's comments i agree that those were not great was um you know just it's all in your head just move past it like and there's a way to spin that that's not awful. Yes. Uh, like, to a certain extent, that's kind of just what psychology is like, but that's not how it works, you know? You can't just, like... So, I, I don't know why we're gonna just say, oh, the... It's all about just Yang deciding to move on. She was holding right. herself back. That's clearly what they're going for, and I don't like that, really. No. Yeah. It just... Ugh. He in general isn't like I am not a fan of him, and like they continue to give him horrible lines, and he's not—he doesn't really seem like that great. Well, let's not blame. Let's not blame drag Tai Yang for the writer's <laughs> bad lines, the right. bad themes for here. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. There's—I don't think Tai Yang does anything for me either. But uh, yeah, he's—he's supposed to be like uh, this blunt character and like blunt fathering, so they're giving him lines like that, I guess. Um, yeah, I just—I don't know. I don't feel like they were ready to handle this plot line if this is no. if this is the th- themes we're going to go with it i mean when well, we knew from the beginning that they were going to yeah. like drop this pretty hard yeah to be honest this was better than i expected oh no it's definitely way better and I'm, yeah. i mean i mean i would have been nice if they like one didn't like have that line in there and then like we and we don't have to wrap it up so quickly but like it's probably best that we're wrapping it up quickly so they don't continue to botch this storyline yeah i don't i don't know if i don't think it was like one line's problem i think that it's kind of their intent you know, I, I feel right. like this kind of the general themes that were represented by that and that whole ending sequence. That being said, I mean, I mean, we're kind of bashing on it. There were were great moments here, like the Yang laughing with the teachers yeah. and stuff. That was all really great. And I really loved the, the direction with that. I mean, rap, that scene is so complex because that's some of the best writing they've had. 
on the yes. show like ever but there's two horrible things hanging over that scene one is this like bad approach to the mental illness arc another is the the I don't know if I want to rant about this this early in the podcast, but um, whenever they, whenever the show makes a joke, they always go back to making a joke about men who aren't masculine, like yep. just once again with that, and it's just absurdly infuriating. And I'll get get into that later, but uh, or I don't know, maybe it's now, but yeah, it just it, it's it's this really complex thing where even when the show succeeds, it's still hampered by. Um, it has to throw something else in there. Yeah, it's it just it can't get past. It's like I, I feel like they're getting better at what they're doing, but they're not listening to you know anyone. Like they're obviously not listening to any critics because I feel like these are things that we've talked about before. And it's not like you need yes. to listen to critics or anything. Like even with like I heard remember Mike and Brian comments with uh, Cora and stuff, and it's like they don't really listen to people. But at the same time, you have to be like aware, self aware of what your own what your own uh, successes and failures are. I think. And, um, this, this is just comes back to them really needing like a uh, fresh perspective on things. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just so over, I don't know. Overall, I guess I'm happy <laughs> with the Yang stuff, but that's, yeah. ba- that's based off of expectations, you know? Well, yeah, this is based off of, like, we were expecting like the worst of the worst. And this is like, this is fine. It was I mean, fine. Yeah. We, I, anticip- we anticipated them I mean, we anticipated it being bad and like there were bad moments, but overall it was like, okay, they didn't do this horrifically bad. It, it, if you take out a, like a, a 30 second part of it, then it's actually actively good, I yeah. think. So I guess that's a win. Let's, let's read Andy's ask here. That's about this, this, this topic. The scene with, uh, the teachers felt very strange. It was pretty solid, except when Yang was talking to her father. It felt like a weird message. Yang needs time to process the horrible stuff that happened, and it seems like her dad just wants to ignore it and move on. That's a fine character stance, but it feels like Miles and Carrie are saying that the dad is right. Hopefully Yang's PTSD doesn't magically go away, but I feel, fear that it already has. Um, yeah, I agree with all of that. So I, it's, it is fine if Tai Yang just isn't a sensitive father, right. you know, like he can be a flawed character, but it definitely yeah. seems like this is the message they're espousing. Like that, it, it comes across as the perspective of the writers is, uh, is like, okay, just head down, move past it and we're good. Like, and yeah. I don't, it's not, it's, you know, not, not a and good And it literally message. like, and it's, and it's kind of supposed to be like, and they spin it as this positive, like, oh, Yang's ready to fight now. Like, there's nothing heroic about what's about to happen. Like, this is... That's true, too, yeah. Like, this is just really irritating, and it's just, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. With, within the scenario they've constructed, and I, 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 like, I understand if your perspective is, yeah, but she can just head down and move on. Like, within this, this specific scenario, it's all, it, she can move on just by putting the arm on, and, like, in, in right. theory, she's good because they have magic arm technology. But uh, it's not about the specifics, it's about the, like, generalities, like, the... the, me- the internal struggle and about uh how generally they're approaching this topic yeah like it's not just like well and i think that's a main issue with like the yang part thing is this framing around the arm like i think it's like they immediately presented this quote-unquote solution and that's why it's made it so like irritating it's like just put on the arm like no yeah, it's their own, it's their own, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, but she can just move on. That, they did that. <laughs> they, they make, they gave her the arm right away. You didn't have to do that. So you can, they, I, and they kind of like put them in the situation where they wanted to resolve it fast. So I guess that's fine if this is where they're going. But, um, yeah, it could have been more of a, you can, you can represent Yang's internal struggle through the, uh, getting of the arm. Like you can just delay right. that or something, you know? 
So I don't know. Um, again, I guess though I'm positive on it. So we can talk about more specifics about the scene. Uh, seeing Port and New Black, uh, I guess I think that was, overall was really fun. Those are some of yes. the better side characters in the show. And, uh, Ublek especially we haven't seen in a while, I think. And I guess they yeah. were announcing last season, but that wasn't much of, of no. anything. Um, and we were wondering where they were. Yeah, like, I guess, I guess that's true. <laughs> I don't know how much I was thinking of them, but, uh, yeah, like, what is everyone doing, right? Like, they're, I guess they're, they, yeah. they said they checked in, they said Glinda's handling things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's, they're trying to rebuild Beacon. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that they were really fun in general. Um, I loved Yang laughing with them and how they talked to Yang. Um, yeah, that was good stuff. Some of the best, uh, again, some of the best writing on the show. Again, at the end, the, uh, they spit, like, they, they lost track for like 30 seconds, then they spin it back in the right direction, and they get into the sphere thing, and then it's like, Port, and then Port's like, even, um, even I'm afraid of some things. He's like, he's afraid of mice. And that whole sequence was actually like genuinely funny. Yeah. Like the show, like, that's so rare <laughs> with the show. I, I thought that was a great character moment with Port, and, um, you know, I just, I was kind of, yeah, like that, the, just the way they executed that scene too, just, it, it's really, it was really good, actually. Yes. <laughs> it was really good. Um, okay, quick rant about this thing, cause it's framed, I, it's framed in the context of them talking about the story of, um, Crow wearing a skirt, right? Um, is it yeah. Crow? Yeah. So. Yeah, the thing is, again, I said this, whenever the show has an opportunity to throw in some random humor moment, it's all about, like, the, oh, males being feminine is funny. Uh, and as <laughs> I can talk about this personally, you know, as a male who, like, struggles with the the societal notion of, like, masculinity, and as we all do, and it's, like, this forced notion from society, just having jokes made about then it's like, ha-ha, you're a joke, you're the butt of a joke, you're funny, is infuriating. And the show really just takes every opportunity to actively make these types yeah, of jokes. it's constant. It's constant, and it's super irritating. You know, from John wearing the dress to here to just... And it's not even just those two scenes. Like, those are involve dress-wearing, but... um to earlier this season we had uh we had john talking about making jokes about john living with sisters and that feminizing him um it's it's uh it's coming from the position of people who are don't care about i mean a lot of times people who make those jokes are the ones most affected by it um and they just don't have the awareness to like break free from it so I'm not saying that like Miles and Carrie are like part of the problem. I mean they are because they're advancing it, but they're victims too. Like oh, we're all victims of the, uh, the, talking to like men. LOL. Anyway, um, so uh, yeah, no, like this is bad. <laughs> Why are they? It's 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 really bad because I really love the show and I love like getting into the world of it. And then the show has these scenes where it's like, oh, you're funny. LOL. We like hate you. So that's not the types of jokes you should be making. No. Anyway, yeah, a lot of a lot. Most of your reactions listening are gonna be like, I didn't think it was a big deal. You know, well, other people do. That's what I have to yep. say that. <laughs> so th that's you deal with it. Okay. Um, that's funny because that's what they say about yeah. Okay. So yep. what else? What also, else? they were framing it like there was also the whole like she's right here. Like I guess they're gonna say something about like him and women, and it was just like okay, whatever, don't care. Yeah, that too was. Uh... I didn't, yeah, they, they, uh, actually, I don't think they executed that super well. It wasn't super clear what they were doing, but. Yeah, it was just, like, it was weird, and, it, like, they made it really awkward. <laughs> it was just, yeah. like, like, if you can't do it right, like, take it out. <laughs> like, it was just super weird. Yeah, I agree with that. They should have just not rolled with that part. Um, overall, you know, putting that aside, I guess, uh, seeing Yang talking to Port and New Black was, that's potentially the highlight of the season for me. Yeah, no, it was really great, and, like, I think overall, like, the, like this episode was really strong because of all of the Yang stuff. 
Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's true. I think the Yang parts were the strongest parts. Yeah, it's and it, you know it exceeded expectations. I think the I think the um so far the Blake stuff has exceeded expectations. Yes, and the Yang stuff and that's great. I, I think the white yes. stuff wasn't as good. Um, but that's okay. So I yep. mean, that's cool that um usually these two characters who are usually take a backseat to uh, Ruby and Weiss are the ones that are getting the great character stuff so far. Which so is I like good. that. Yeah. Now we just got to get them together and have Bumblebee. So that'll yes. be the next step. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's talk. Uh. We check in on Team Juniper quickly. Uh. Or Team Ranger. Ranger, Ranger Juniper. I actually wrote Juniper in that line. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, rip, rip Pira. I'm sorry. Rip Anyways, Pira. Yeah, rip. Uh, so they're talking, I don't know, th- th- whatever they say is inconsequential. They're going to the next village and they're stuff They're just like, like chatting. That. And yeah. About, uh... and the thing to talk about here, this is a good time, we can talk about uh, the Nightblood 2013 Tumblr uh, character time, screen times. Um, the most notable thing, first of all, Tai Yang is second on this list, which is for this episode, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, the Yang is, this is the Yang episode. She's first five minutes. Then it's like uh, everyone in, yeah, on Yang's story. Then it's like Crow and Raven. And then Team Ruby is only like a minute each. So um, I think the big discussion point is like, is this Ruby's show anymore? Because this yeah. is something we've talked about. And it's more of like a fear. But now we're four episodes in. And none of these four episodes have had Ruby as the main character. And I would argue that she's not even been a lead. She's been like a secondary character for yeah. these four episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I... You know, we say it's Ruby, but like, I'm really like, what are, I don't even know what we're focusing on anymore. Like, we just have all these characters. We have to keep checking in on them. And I think it's ultimately going to hurt the show. Yeah. But, like, I mean, it's not, this isn't like, I don't know what's going on. And it's really confusing. And like, like, cause you know, very, like, very much so, like, first three seasons, like, Ruby is very obviously the main character, but now we're here, and it's like, I don't know if Ruby's the main character anymore. Yeah, and the show has been trending towards more of an ensemble thing for yeah. a while. So it is it is a conscious change in the direction of the show, and it's not inherently invalid. Right. Like, you know, you know, I guess Ruby doesn't need to be on the screen all the time. Okay. Um as uh, we've t- this is the same thing with like putting Blake as a secondary character. The problem though is that the the first two seasons of the show do exist, yes. and they heavily like emotionally invested me in Ruby, and to the point where she's one of my favorite characters on all of media, and I want to see her on her show. <laughs> like I think that's a valid thing. Yeah, uh, and it also doesn't help that it's like when we see Ruby, she's with this giant group. Yeah, when we do see her, she's not the she hasn't been the focus so far right. at all. So I really hope that uh, the second. I mean, I think that we're going to go towards her being some sort of maiden and important, yeah. and we're going to focus on her. So I hope that that's what we're doing. And I mean, it's be... fine that we're focusing on other people. Like we're focusing on Blake and Yang, which is like that's great because like they never get any focus ever. So I hopefully like we're building up to this like big like switch and focus or like we have to build our characters up before we're ready for this which i'm fine with but if that doesn't happen that's going to be an issue yeah i it, we need a pivot here and um it like if this is just the you know first five episodes or something that's it'll it, right. in retrospect it'll be whatever like it's a little it's like, less... i'm just like i'm just so like i just don't care about team ranger like at all like yeah. i just don't care and it's really irritating that we have like this we're going on a trip, and it's like the rest of you just stop talking. Like I don't care. Like I don't care. <laughs> the rest of you just stop talking. Just, yeah. just no. Like I, it's yeah. really stupid, and like they're like they have nothing going for them, and like they're like there's like the half a second of like 
um, Vern and Nora, where that was kind of interesting, which I think that ties into... Um, it, yeah, it ties into the stuff later. T- yeah, yeah. ties into Raven. Yeah. But, like, other than that, it's like, why are y'all here? Like, I don't care. Yeah. And like, again... Crow has interesting things going on, and, like... Yeah. Crow's not our favorite, but he's more interesting than Team Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about that. I, they were there. I guess their function in the past two episodes has been fine because they're kind of just this. They haven't been on screen that much, so that's fine. But yeah, it's holding Ruby back. It's holding the show back. Yeah, etc. Focus on your stronger characters. Also, there's like literally nothing going on. Yeah, I mean, you're, they're all, yeah, literally that's a plot point of this episode. Yeah, is that like, nothing like, is happening. Like it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about that because uh, we learned that Crow has been following them and killing the Grim in their path. Um, and that's Which, why they I'm, haven't. I appreciate it a lot because I was like, "Where are the Grim?" Yeah, what, we we said that before, and this is actually really good plot yeah. moment. Like that's that's interesting that they it's like, like thank you for acknowledging this. That's really good narrative is um getting to getting your audience to ask questions and then having an answer for those questions. Like thank you, yes, yes, and then, and they did because this is something Ruby does very rarely, so this is great. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Ruby. Ruby always <laughs> asks and does not answer. Yes, and <laughs> this is good. This is actually I, I this is, this would have been a good lead for like a review. This I, this is an episode of answers I think. Yes. Uh, to a lot of our mythology things, and that's why it's so good. That's why I think this might be um this is probably the best episode since that uh. That Cinder backstory for the last yes. season for me, and because um, it it's it, Ruby's infuriatingly vague, and this episode is specific, and I love yes, it. Yes, at last. Yeah, at last. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Crow's following them, and this is a good scene. This is this is this scene is like an actively good scene, but this is a classic example of like uh, not letting your narrative breathe because they they had it. And it's like, okay, I get what they're doing. Crow killed the thing. And then he has to say, hey, luck at the end. Yeah, like, really? I got that already. <laughs> you know, like, I, you explained that to me. I didn't. Now, I think what they're doing upon second watch is Crow also says luck later with um the cute bartender. So I think that they're trying to make a theme going. Um, I guess I appreciate that. But that this was over explaining. Uh, you, yes. You, you like they non-verbally actively explained like, some uh, an interesting concept. Which, this is like an issue with Ruby in general. It's like, oh, that was really cool. And they have some stupid line. And I'm like, you just ruined it. Thank you. Yeah, it just just ruined it. Yeah, they're actually like overtelling here. So uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's not. It's, it's like not... they can't help themselves when they have to like make dumb jokes. It's like just stop. Yeah, I mean they just want Crow to talk because he's a highlight, I guess. Yes. And um, it's not a huge issue. The scene's still good with it. Right. Um, and again, I do think they're right, trying at to least do... it makes sense because like the crows follow them, so like he actually heard them. Uh, yeah. Because like because yeah. uh, before that, I was like he didn't hear them. That's stupid. But no, there's a crow, so that's fine. I guess th- I think there's like a crow that's not him, and they. they I know. Like I, th- I, I think that I think that that was a reminder that he's a crow now. Like he can turn yes. into a crow. So I think that's what the purpose of that was, which is good. Again, you don't need to verbally remind us about that. Yes. So that's good. Um, but yeah, overall, I still think that this is a quick scene. I think it was really good. And again, they're they're telling something, and it's good. And um, but yeah, just let let your narrative breathe. Okay, so the most interesting stuff: crow and raven. Uh, we have this whole thing with the the bartender and stuff and then they're, they're talking okay so there's a lot of stuff going on here basically what we learn is that um raven and crow i i believe that we did not know any of this but it's possible that's not true but i believe this is all new uh other than them being siblings i guess which yes. is um that crow and raven are from a uh tribe of bandits 
and that's how where they grew up and crow has broken away from that because he morally disagreed with them and raven now leads that bandit tribe and that they're the ones that attacked that town from a few episodes ago and they're probably also the ones that killed ren and nora's parents yes yes that seems legit that seems seems what they're and that yeah that's like all new information all said pretty quickly in the episode and we actually have answers that's good do you also did this confirm that that wasn't a dream in whatever like last season i don't remember because she said he he saved she saved her that was referring i believe that was referring to the train uh so at the end of season two uh uh Raven comes and saves Yang from um, Neo and then port teleports away. So that's the one save. And then, but then, yeah, Yang then sees Raven and we didn't know whether that was a dream or not. Yeah. Uh, we, it was clearly not. And then they might have retconned it anyway. Uh, so overall, what do you think of all, all this dialogue between uh, Crow and Raven? It was super interesting. And at first it was like really irritating because it was like, does she have it? And I was like, what? Yeah, and but then, then they, they answer it. it. That was so great. Granted, I also originally thought they were talking about Ruby at first. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll forget who is whose mom because it's really confusing. It is confusing. And then I was like, Ruby's mom's dead. But like, I was just confused. And they, yeah, I guess that's good that they reminded us the Yang's <laughs> daughter. Because that was like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, that, that's, I, uh, that's the other, one of the other big highlights of the scene is Raven wants to know, um, whether Salem has the relic. Uh, and then um, Crow at the end wants to know where the Summer Maiden is. Spring Maiden. Spring Maiden, yeah. Which, have we said the Spring Maiden before on the I show? I don't think so. There's a lot of speculation about the Spring Maiden, but I don't think the show's ever said it. So this is new to us bringing yeah. us into that. And I feel I like mean, this is related to the boy, but I don't know. We can talk Maybe about not. that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought this was overall a good a good scene. I mean, this is t- a typical Ruby dialogue. It's heavy-handed at points. You know, it's... it's um. It's uh is vague in the beginning, but they do answer their own questions. Uh, it's heavy on the uh intended wordplay. We have this whole thing about who is this we. Um, yeah, I I thought it was successful. The show does typically the show is not successful when it does something like that, but I do think that this was one of the better written scenes of. Uh, so yeah, props to Miles on on this scene in this episode. Honestly, like I'd give Miles a hard time, but this is like. This is, I think this was some of his best writing. And I would think it was really interesting, and especially since it's kind of like really our introduction to Raven. Yeah, that's the thing. We've seen Raven many times, but I, I don't, I had no impression of her before this. Right. I, I feel like her voice is a little weak. I don't know. Um, and her, her model too. It's not just her voice. I feel like she's a little vague. I don't know. I didn't get a strong impression from her model. No, it's just like weird. I don't know. And then like the dark portal nonsense. I don't know what's going on with that. But yeah, I don't care about the portaling. Yeah, they have a, she, yeah. Raven has a portal gun, just like Star Scissors and Morty's yes. portal. Yeah, they have Rick's portal gun. Yeah, so they can all go on interdimensional adventures. But um, yeah. Overall, though, what's your thoughts on Raven right now? Um, interesting. Uh, definitely. I think that we're definitely going to see more of her. And like, a, I don't think she's necessarily bad. Like I yeah. think I think we're spinning we're trying like I think they're trying to force it to like oh she's bad but she's end up gonna being good like you're not tricking me but <laughs> you're not tricking I, me. like I'm not tricked uh it's a little I think it's a little forced but it's I mean it's definitely interesting I mean we haven't like we haven't really seen she hasn't spoken so like this is neat I'm interesting I'm interested to see more of her like I don't know I thought it was really good and like it was definitely some interesting like interaction yeah. So also it's kind of a weird uh parallel to like Yang and Ruby. So that's got interesting. Some stuff going on. Yeah, that's interesting. These these two 
Um, yeah, I, I think, I think Raven's the show just does sibling relationships like super weird, but it's fine. <laughs> it, it does, yeah, it does. Uh, this is an interesting sibling relationship. Yeah, um, Raven, I don't know, Raven's still vague. I guess the debate I've seen is like whether Raven's like full villain or if she, or if she's just like an yeah. anti-hero. Um. I think this, I think this scene, I agree with you that we're going to do some sort of like, she's going to turn out to be good thing. Right. But, um, the scene is presenting her as really bad. Yeah. Uh, because it's like, she's the one that killed everyone. So right. <laughs> well, like yeah. all those kids. Yeah, no, that's not good, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, but, uh, as uh, like, you know, as usual, when the show does, uh, evil, uh, you know, evil, sympathy, evil, like, uh, young looking people, uh, they're still like sympathetic. Like, it's like Cinder. Like, uh, right. you still like Cinder, even when she's, you know, killing everyone. So, um, that actually, that's one of the show's strengths is that Cinder is still sympathetic, even after yes. she literally killed one of our faves. But yeah, uh, Raven's, I don't know. She's fine. I'm really glad we defined her. This was, you could argue this was the worst aspect of the show until now, Raven. Um, they did, they handled her really badly for a while. Like, yes. this is the most vague thing and the most infuriating thing. And then people like, had, had like thought that she was, I don't know. I was also frustrating talking to people because you think people think that they, she was defined well. And I feel like this also subverts a lot of what we, we knew about her. So I'm, I don't right. know. It's, anyway, it's, uh, I'm glad, I'm really glad we're, well, it was not a vague, Raven. like, People don't really talk about Raven. She's yeah. she's not good. She's not bad. But then it was kind of leaning towards making her kind of like this hero. And I think this has definitely like changed like the perception of Raven. Clearly, you can't deny that she is um, a good, uh, not a good person at the moment. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the overall thing. Yeah, I, I think the the scene's strong. I think Raven is. Um, I mean, she could be a better character. I don't know. Uh, she's not super well defined for me still. But, we really just don't know what's going on with her. That's yeah. the thing. Like we just had like these this really vague conversation, and then I like this better in terms of it vaguely advancing the mythology. Uh, uh, give me this over the Salem scenes so far. Yes. Yeah, so yes, that's fair. that's good. That's good. I I think this does a better job. Like their argument about where the relic is, where the spring maiden is, I think all that works. Um and I also think it's I mean, again, he's not our fave, but I think Crow is just a very strong character at this point. Yeah, well I'm like getting to the point where I'm like, Crow's okay. I mean, I don't like I've never hated Crow. He's just he's uh, he's not sympathetic. he's not inherently sympathetic. Right. Because you know he's like a tool. That's the point. But, yeah, yeah, he's a tool, yes. <laughs> but uh he's he he can certainly handle scenes. A lot of it has to do with his voice actor. Um, his voice actor, I think, is is uh, a, a little bit heads and shoulders above a lot of the other talents on the show. But uh, he's he really handles scenes well. And um, this uh, he can Crow can hold down a scene like this. This is a good idea throwing yeah. doing a scene through Crow's eyes. So I thought that was good. Um, quick speculation. So they're talking about the relic. We already were speculating on the relic, but um. So it seems like Raven's tribe wants... Oh, one other thing I wanted to ask is, do you see a connection between Raven's clan and the White Fang? See, it's like, this. it's kind of weird. Like, they're both kind of, they both kind of wear grim symbols. Because they're not like Faunus. Right. So. I don't know. Like, I think it just, like, she wears like a grim helmet. And I that's like the White Fang. Like, they all just kind of dress in like grim colors. And I feel like yeah. that's like what the connect... They just look similar. They look, and they're similar like tribes and bandits and, yeah. you know... So I think, well, I think the White Fang has been definitely presented more as kind of like a terrorist group. Like, they're like this kind of like separatist kind of thing. Meanwhile, yeah. like, this is a tribe. Like, this is like a, like, it's like, yeah, like, like it's a, a family, a group yeah. of, like, so. It's a, yeah, I don't think. That... I understand, like, think, like, I think that this might be an issue with, like, how they've done this. That, like, they look too similar. Now, they could be related. I don't know. I don't think they are. 
but this and if they aren't, I think that's kind of an issue with like how they've designed. Yeah, I'm someone who actively tries to understand what like's going on with the show's mythology, and it was still confusing. Like, right. I, I think that I agree. It's, it's, it's an, it's an issue because of her mask here. Um, like, I, we, we kind of like focus on like this mask that she has too, and I, the problem is it looks like White Fang to me a little bit. Yeah. So I, okay, so I guess this is the the thing the people from the intro. Um, we're like, yeah. are they White Fang? So I guess this is them, but I'm not, yeah. I don't know, but I still don't really know. I think the show needs to be clear in separating the two things. The only thing that gives me pause in terms of the actual mythology is that we're supposed to, we're going to eventually meet this female White Fang leader. Um, Ooh. and it's, and I'm like, what if it's Raven? Like, that's the only yeah. thing that gives me pause. I don't think that's what they're doing. Yeah. But. I don't think so. That also be like, like that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Like it would have, you know, it'd have to be like a, the white fang is controlled by non faunist type thing, right. which would be frustrating. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, they should clear that up. Um, but it is also just confusing having two similarly functioning gr- vague groups in your mythology. Yeah. Like it's, and base and they're both use grim symbols and like that doesn't yeah. like help anything. And also, yeah, and also, we have a grim villain now, too, and, like, yeah. like everything. So. Like, everything's the grim, and I'm like, that's fine, but, like, you make them all look a little different. Yeah, Vis- more visually distinct, yeah. Um, there you go. Let us let us know if you think there's any connection on that. Um, so, quickly speculating about the relic, which I don't know how much there is. They both want the relic. Uh, but they all want Salem to have the relic, right? right. So th- this is this is presenting Raven's, like, tribe as um, opposing Salem. Yes. Like they're not working together and they're, but Salem's tribe also not working with the civilized, like, uh, like whatever, you know? Yeah. Like they're, like they're just out for themselves. Yeah. So like a third party in this. And, but they also, they both don't want Salem. It implies at the ends that Raven's, uh, tribe might survive a Salem attack. Yeah. And not, uh, it's like they, they wouldn't be their targets, kind of as I feel like is what is implied at the yeah. end. But she still doesn't want her to, like, take over the world, right. I guess. Um, the Spring Maiden, though. So Crow is seeking the Spring Maiden and thinks Raven might have info on, on the Spring Maiden. Uh, the problem with speculating on this is that we know nothing about the Maidens and, like, yes. anything. Uh, here's, here's, I guess, our, the, as with, as always, one of our top contenders for the Spring Maiden is Ruby the Spring Maiden. Yes. Yes, Ruby's the Spring Maiden. Well, no, I just meant, like, yes, that is a theory. Uh, um. Is, yes or no? I don't know. Like, she has this gray, I, I don't know. Like, well, what about how to wear gray eyes play into it? Dude? Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, there is just so much going on. And is like, the, is the boy this? Is the boy the spring maiden? I feel like the boy could be the spring maiden, but then I'm also like, but aren't we going the Ozpin route with him? I mean, could it be both? We don't could, know. Yeah, maybe he's both. Yeah, maybe he's also Oz- like the idea of like a boy being a maiden is like, I mean, it's fine. If, I've, like, I've I've gotten a lot of pushback on that. Like, people have a serious issue with that. So maybe. Well, I mean, my issue with it is like have this maiden and then it's like of course the show everything has to be about men and i'm like do we have to do this yeah that's if true. it's not really a boy or like it's like this kind of like identity issue that's a whole other like, paul park and that's yeah, yeah, fine yeah. i don't people aren't like people are objecting is in terms of like it contradicts the mythology of the show oh well, um, i just have the issue with like yeah. it's, like from like the feminists like that's irritating yeah, I, I i agree that that too anyway i don't like, think they're, i don't like, think he's they're going with him i i like, thought can we contradict the mythology that we don't understand i don't think so so yeah, that's yeah that's my viewpoint is it's not defined so you like can, we don't know yeah um i i don't think he's the spring maiden anymore because i think no. they're doing ozpin stuff yeah i think they're doing like ozpin like yeah by the way this that scene gives the impression that ozpin's like hiding in the mirror I know, like, like what's, what? That, that's, I, I'm pretty sure that's not what's happening, but that's no. what the scene makes you think. And then anyway. he's like, "Hello, like, why are you talking to the mirror, boyo? Like, why, <laughs> boyo, boyo, why?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, 
So I don't I guess the most likely thing is that the Spring Maiden is just another cool character we haven't met. I'm fine with that. Because Fall, Ma- Fall Maiden had super cute designs. So that would sure. be that'd like be I'm good. fine with us introducing like more super cool ladies. That's fine. Yeah, I guess that's what we do with that. But like, I'm also like, what? <laughs> I guess I, I'm at this point. I'm actively rooting for uh, Ruby being some having some larger importance yes. again because I just want her on the screen more. So I guess right. that's what I'm rooting for. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, other than that. Um. Okay. Let's. We can speculate about the future at the end. But yeah, the last scene is Aang with um, puts the arm on. Okay. Let's get started. Um. I don't know what that means. Let's get yeah. started. I guess they're. Going, I guess it's so, the training. Like. So they're training, and then they're going to go find Ruby. Is that it? I guess so. I really didn't appreciate that I have things to take care of. Like, shut up. Yeah, shut up, Taiyang. Like, no one cares about you. <laughs> do you do you care about Taiyang? Let us no. know in the comments. Let us know in the comments if you care about Taiyang. <laughs> um so how are we gonna tie all the all of our girls back together? Uh I guess it's like this epic journey to save Ruby, probably. We still Which haven't find that yeah. perhaps like we this ha- kind of like they're just trying to find her i guess so because we still have i think next episode we need more we're probably gonna get we didn't talk about it either like in the beginning like this is kind of the first time everyone's like oh yeah ruby's gone yeah that's true they do say (laughs) yeah where are yeah like everyone acknowledging it and tying's like hey i can't leave you know it's (laughs) been like five episodes y'all like i think we should have talked about this like before but yeah probably um i think next episode we're probably gonna see a more of um blake and weiss yeah. if i had a yeah. guess I, yeah I, I think so we need like, we definitely need to see weiss so i think at this point yang is done like i think i think we could stop with yang's uh solo arc here and be done um and not necessarily that i want us to but like well, I, I don't think, think we are but like we could we might just like I don't, we could also do like a minute of her training like in between other things later, but yeah. we need to we need to see the uh, concert with Weiss, and we need to see the uh, Blake's parents come into play. So, yes, and then like somehow bring this all together. My my guess is that next episode opens on um, Blake's ship like coming to shore and then walking out and Blake's parents being there. That's yeah, and, and it's like hi, meet uh you know not my boyfriend, but yeah, I think that's yes. probably what we'd that's. Uh, um, I, but I wonder if, how much we'll get with, like, the, I, we still haven't seen, um, I don't even remember, Tyrion attack Ruby yet, so I guess yeah, we need to do like, that. And then, like, I'm, Crow's been following them, so, like, it's Crow and, are Crow and Tyrion gonna fight? Is Crow gonna have to reveal himself? Yeah, I guess that's what'll happen. Um. Also, it's so funny, like, Crow's been following them this whole time, and, like, he's been taking out the little Grim, then he's just like, LOL, fight the big Grim. Yeah, like, why, why didn't you step done. in that giant Grim fight in episode one, Crow? Come on. I <laughs> guess it's like, eh, gotta let them think they're doing something. <laughs> I guess that's what that was. Like, yeah, well, come on, Crow. Like, I, he's probably, probably off at the bar. You know? He's just sitting there, he's like, this is fun. He's like, I'm tired, I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah, also, by the way, Crow's, um, uh, make it a devil. Uh, like, oh, that's a good crow impression. All crows, uh, uh, alcohol. Thank you. Crows, uh, uh, crows, alcohol references are super annoying. Um, yes. It's like, yeah, I get it. Crows, the sleazy madman guy who drinks all the time. I get it. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, what? Any other thoughts about what we'll see next episode? Mm, uh, probably the concert for Weiss. I feel like they can't drag it out too much longer. There's some speculation that that would be a point where we'd get all the characters together, but it's, right. I don't think we're going north. We're to going there. to Mistral. I yeah, think. so I think so we're like, going we're going east, so we wouldn't have that happen. I yeah, guess. I don't know. Like, but it, it could be. We also could see pre-concert wise stuff. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I, I just I'm just re- I don't really know how we're gonna tie this all together. Like, I feel like a lot of it's gonna be like Ruby, like like Ruby's in danger or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that that could be. I mean, one thing's clear: we're four episodes in, and 
we have clearly not reunited any of the characters yet. So the four episode hope was not happened. Uh, we'll see if it's six. We'll see if it's, I I guess at this point, it's more likely to be more than six than six, right? Like how are they going to get everyone back in two episodes? I think it's going to be, it's going to be like a finale kind of thing. Yeah, I guess I, I still think they'll come before the finale, but I'm not as confident in that anymore. It's yeah. just really hard to figure out like how they're going to do that, and like especially since like all of the plot points are out except Yang's hasn't even really like reached a point of like things actually happening. Like, I don't think Yang is concluded. I still think we're going to have some stuff with Yang, but like we're like she's still struggling, but like. We've reached a point with Yang now. We have not reached any points with Ruby or Blake or Weiss. So, like, it's really hard to imagine, like, getting them together when, like, none of them have, like, done anything. Yeah. Um, agree. We need more from Blake and Weiss before we can think about converging. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. I don't know if we have a new episode next weekend or not. Um, I haven't heard about that. But uh, Rooster Teeth is, much like Ruby, is frustratingly vague with <laughs> when there will be new episodes. Vague. So I would like to know that. I, they should just have a thing on their site that says, next episode blank. That would solve everything. So I would love that. Anyway, let us know your thoughts on this episode and our comments on this episode. Leave comments on YouTube. Leave com- uh, Tumblr asks our comments on the website, overlyanimate.com. You can click on this uh, article and then leave a comment there. Um, we will be back whenever Ruby's back. Uh very exciting star mid-season finale tomorrow. Um, new Steven Universe the week after the next week. And yeah, so good stuff at OverlyAnimated.com. You can uh, check us out there. Consider supporting us at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thank you very much to our patrons, Mitch Cordell, Beatrice, Nate, Andy, Jamie, Rachel, John, Ryan, Catherine, Taylor, Dave, Andrzej, John, Finish, and Victoria, and Katrin, a.k.a. Fever, Mitch, Gunner, Sea Beach, Strange, Nathan, Philly, and Buzz, like your mailman, Rachel, Rose, Jenny, Robert, Brian, Cookie, Cat, Needle, Diamond, Day, Jewel, Garfield, Fusion, Skylark, Patron, Katrin. Um, thank you very much to those of you who've helped raise our <laughs> Ruby specific iTunes feed star review on iTunes. Ooh. We're up to three stars. Now. <gasps> we were yes. at one star before. So thank Y'all you guys. You're, you've, yeah. Like, thank you. If, if you want to go to overlandman.com, click on Ruby on the right under show specific iTunes feeds and help us help us get rid of those three negative reviews. You can do that. Also, if you want to like leave a long form text review, um, I would, I, yeah, it would be great if on the main feed at overlandman.com dot com just on itunes and our main feed there very much appreciate any itunes reviews and stuff we read all of them and we love yes, we them. do we do love them um and yeah i think that's it so uh we'll be back tomorrow we'll see when ruby is last comments delaney i'm just glad like i just want yang to be happy oh that's all well, I, I guess she's happy so that's good what did he call her it was like my little like oh yeah yeah um sunshine dragon i don't even think it was something like that oh no it was like dragon plus yeah. like i don't know it was weird but it was um, it was good sunny little dragon sunny little dragon yeah what do you think of that it's cute and it describes yang Aww. except not little because she yeah. is not little she's but not little but that's cute anyway yeah so uh hashtag yeah sunny little dragon okay <laughs> Thank you. Make Yang yeah. happy 2K16. Hashtag make Yang happy 2K16. I guess she's. I guess that was the point of the episode, so maybe yes. we succeeded. Anyway, thanks guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.